Prince Vasily continued an eager conversation with Katarina, or Katish, who is the oldest of Count Bezikov's nieces. They were ready to make their move to deprive Pierre of what he was due in accord with the Count's wishes. First, this small team wants to get Anna and Pierre out of the way, so Prince Vasily kindly invites them to take some tea or a light snack that is presented in the drawing room where the group of well-wishers for the dying Count Bezikov are located. Pierre kind of falls for it, and he's taken to the tea area by one of the nieces. Anna starts to go too, but she remains close enough to try to listen to Katish and Prince Vasily. Pierre notices this dynamic and walks back. It seemed that Katerina wanted to walk towards the Count's bedroom, and she had critical papers in her hand. This was the Count's portfolio containing his dying wishes, indicating Pierre is to be made his heir and take the entire estate. At this point, Anna goes over. She doesn't hesitate. She grabs at that portfolio. Then quite the argument ensues. Prince Vasily, as politely as possible, pleads with Anna to let Katerina have her way. One of Katerina's sisters is there as well. And there is some confusion in terms of the description of what actually happens, but it is a fracas over that portfolio. Katerina's sister says that she has no idea what's even in the document that Katerina and Anna are now having a tug-of-war over, but the sister is confident that the real will is in the Count's writing table. So this wild scene of conflict over pulling a portfolio in front of the society that's gathered to be there for the Count's final moments disturbs everybody. It's a big deal, but the participants are too in the moment to care what everybody else is thinking. They're flying around the place yelling platitudes at each other. Stuff like, please allow me, or please let go. It's quite the comical scene. Anna calls over to Pierre, who she's trying to benefit, who is oblivious to what's going on. Prince Vasily walks over and with all the authority that he can muster, says to everybody, let go. Katerina sort of does, but Anna doesn't. And she again calls over to Pierre. Prince Vasily directs himself right at Anna and says, you will answer for all the consequences. He's essentially trying to intimidate her into releasing the document and allowing it to be replaced or destroyed, pursuant to his and Katerina's plan. Katerina is losing herself and yells at Anna, you vile woman! While fighting in public to destroy a man's literal will, they're revealing their true character. It appears for a moment that the portfolio got snatched back from Anna by one of the nieces, but fate intervened. The large ornate door to where the Count was located, his bedroom, it thrusted open, which was unusual, and everybody knew this would be a solemn announcement that one of the most important men in the country likely had expired. So everybody was stunned. News came out that the Count's death was imminent. This caused even Katerina to lose her strength, and she dropped the portfolio. Anna Drupitskaya was very wise to the moment, ran right over and scooped it up from the floor. She then ran into the room from whence the announcement came, and a lot of the immediate family, including Pierre, followed her in. There would be no further violence. Nobody, not even Prince Vasily nor Katerina, would go that far. 
The issue of succession was therefore complete, and even though he didn't know it yet, it was all going to Pierre. Even before Pierre got into the room to be near his father, Caterina was already in there and came back and announced to him, You can rejoice. This is what you've been waiting for. For the Count was no more. And Prince Vasily, even he had a change in demeanor, and went over to Pierre and comforted him. This was the death of an old order, with a new one on the horizon. Representative of the new order is Pierre, and the Rostov children, and a lot of other characters you'll be introduced to. Prince Vasily is even caught up in the moment and relays to Pierre, with a sincerity and softness, we sin and we deceive, and all for what? I'm getting on for 60, my boy. I too. Everything ends in death. And then Vasily himself burst into tears. Anna was the last to come out of the room where the Count was located, and she slowly went up to Pierre and told him directly, he is no more. She then escorted him to a private area, a dark drawing room, so he could be alone. Pierre went to sleep. The next day, Anna even got Pierre up and lectured him. It's a great loss. God will uphold you. You are young, and now, I hope, in command of a great fortune. The will has not yet been opened. I know you well enough to say that this should not change you, but it will impose new duties. You must be a man, and perhaps I will tell you later what would have been if I had not been there. And then Anna brings up what's most important to her, the fate of her son, and she makes something of a play for his future. She says to Pierre, Your father promised me, just the day before yesterday, not to forget Boris. He did not have time, but I hope you will honor his wishes. Pierre didn't take any of this in, but Anna was hoping he would remember it later. Pierre just sort of stared blankly in response. Anna, however, knew exactly what had happened, and she relayed all of it to the Rustovs. And more than that, she told anybody within her reach. She told many of her various acquaintances, and she embellished a little that the end of the Count's life was affecting and edifying. But maybe it was to her the way she saw it, and she spoke of the last moment between father and son, the Count and Pierre, being transcendent. She noted that it uplifted the soul to see such honorable men. She described that Pierre controlled his grief, and that he was loving, and that he was there for his father in the final moments the best way a son could be. And in a sense, all that was true. But there was a way that Anna explained it that really endeared Pierre to all she spoke to.